Listener discretion is advised. Welcome back to the I Should Totally Be Dead Right Now podcast, where we tell true stories of survivors of true crime, natural disasters, and everything else in between. So this week, we have Paul. Hi, Thank everybody. you, Paul, for coming as Hello, our guest. Hello, Paul. Thank you. And, of course, Michelle. Hello, Michelle. <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. here. <laughs> She's Fuck still all here. Y'all. You can't get rid of me. <laughs> <laughs> um, Paul suggested uh, Dirty Martinis yes, today. Yes, I did. Was wildly excited for him well it seems it seems to me that because of sorry my uh uh mi background military intelligence yeah i was like that james bond would be proud of a dirty martini Mm. Mm. james bond (laughs) did like shaken not stirred isn't that what he always says Mm -hmm. yeah he shook the shit out of him he did but as i learned from blake lively (laughs) simple favor (laughs) you should just really start with just frozen martini glasses. Is that that's a thing? Huh? That's how they did it. They did it with a lemon twist, which I've actually never tried. And you have frozen gin. That's the key. Mm. So, but for us, we actually got Grey Goose martini, <laughs> yep. yeah, olives, olive juice, and when we just sort of vermouth the rim. Yeah, that doesn't sound. Or coated the inside. Coated the inside, maybe that sounds I better. Know. I, don't I don't know. It doesn't mm-hmm. sound good either way. You don't like vermouth the rim. I sure do not. That is, that is wildly upsetting. Sorry about it. <clears throat> um, right. So we're going to have Paul go first because mm-hmm. he has two stories. I'm going to go in the middle and then we're going to end it with Paul. Paul's so, got some. Well, I guess they're all real life stories. But yes. Real this life, is about him. Yeah. He yep, lived yep. stories. Yeah. No, so these this are, is these are my be, stories. Yeah. Okay. We've never heard these. So this is. My, Very exciting. My military career was fun. Okay I, had, okay. I had a good time. All right. So what is story number one? Maybe set the, the scene, scene for us. Okay. So set the scene. Um, what year is this? This is 2011. 2011. Okay. I tried to figure out how old I was. I was eight years ago. <laughs> <laughs> She's already rolling you her You were in your like, 30s. You're okay. Okay. We don't need to be like, you were clearly in your 30s, obviously. That's what it felt like. So Michelle was 14. <laughs> and... Thank you. <laughs> Wrong, um, but okay. Uh, sorry. Um, let's see. Yeah, so it would have been 2011. It was uh, September. So around this time. Okay. Uh, of 2011. We were in Pulialam province, uh, Afghanistan, which is a, it's a fairly mountainous, um, it's on the eastern border, not border, it's, it's inland a little bit. You can't see Pakistan. Okay. From where you, from where we are, we were on the top of a mountain. I feel like I need to pull up a map already. <laughs> yeah, but... yeah, Fob. So where I was, Fob Shank. That's where I was uh, stationed. Okay. Um, for the majority of my deployment. Um, anyway. Uh, you were deployed from when to when? I was deployed from. Uh, it was shit. It would have been. Uh, these drinks are strong. I know. I'm uh, sorry. Um, yeah, we. If you yeah. don't know, it's fine. No, 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 I was 2000. So. Uh, I was I I'm just trying to remember the exact months because mm-hmm. I left in 2010. It was November of 2010 to April of 2011. No, no, no. Excuse me. Yeah, 2012. Okay. We came so back you... April 2000. I was there all of 2011, and then a couple months in 2010, and a couple months in 2011 because I volunteered to stay longer because. So at the time that I was in Afghanistan, there was like right at the time that they were getting rid of the stop loss thing. Do you remember stop loss? 
probably not. You guys no. are never going to believe. So stop loss for people who don't know. <laughs> don't stop know. loss, and especially like for your Australian listeners. By the way, good day, mateys. Oh my God. Uh, I don't have any. We don't have any more. <laughs> because somebody said good day, mateys. No, that's I said, why. I'm I a pirate. <laughs> What I said. Listen, I love like I listen to an me. exorbitant amount of YouTube and Aussie Man reviews. That guy's awesome. Like, shout out to Aussie Man reviews. Like, I love your stuff. If okay. you listen to anyway, so you're um, in the army. Yeah, I'm right? in the army. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so this is September. It would have been September of 2011. Uh, about midway, well, a little bit past midway point through the uh, through my deployment. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I was, um, which is why I was in the seat that I was in so screw being halfway through your deployment because you know what's going on you know your environment a little bit more at that point okay I'm now I'm, I was so I was assigned to a special forces team mm-hmm. so my deployment patch is a SOCOM patch but I always like to preface or let people know I am not a long tabbed special special forces soldier that's not me I I was intelligence what I just happened mean? to be assigned so as, what does long tabbed mean? I hear that. I don't know what that. Oh yeah, means. well Joel would know that term. Okay. So <laughs> no, no, because he was in the army. Yeah. That's why. It, so long tab is when somebody goes through SFAS, which I went through. That's your special forces selection. Okay. Right. When you go through that, that that basically it, uh, allows the army to say, yeah, you have the right mindset. You're not completely fucked up. I can say fuck, right? Yeah. yeah. So. Uh, Anyway, so long tab. So I I went through SFAS, which is Special Forces Aptitude and Selection. I just, so I, I did okay. go I did go through that, right? And then when I went through that, it was basically, uh, hey, here's an option. You can either um, choose to continue on, go through what that's called the pipeline, right? And that's where you go and you become. It's like a year long, I think fourteen months long course where that's where you become a Green Beret. Right, you're oh, gonna be okay. special forces. This is what you're doing. Yeah, but you can't do what I did in the military in special forces. There's no special forces interrogator, right? Oh, that's so not, you were that's an not interrogator. A job. Yeah, that's what. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I should preface that. I should have said that. I, so my job in the army was uh-huh. I was an interrogator. That's oh, what I did. Oh, interesting. So it was a very cool job. It was a lot of fun. And what I was so in once you get into I'm an interrogator. Right? Uh-huh. You kind of get placed or shown two paths. You can either be a field interrogator or what we call a JITIC interrogator, Joint Detention Intelligence Center, okay. JITIC, uh, okay. J-D-I-C. Uh, I'm not repeating any of this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So the JITIC is like a prison. It's a big prison complex. That's where the detainees are kept. You're in... If you went down to Oregon State Penitentiary, it's exactly the same. Anyway, so the JITIC interrogator, and I chose to be, well, I didn't, I, I somewhat chose to be somewhat got voluntold mm. that, hey, you have an aptitude for this, so this is where we're sending you. Okay. I'm super blessed because of it. I got to go and basically be a half infantry special forces guy oh. that just happened to have... Instead of being the first guy in the door, I was most of the time the last guy in the door. Asking all the questions. But I was still in the door, damn it. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. And then like when there's... So I got to see some cool stuff. Like yeah. I'm pretty proud of, of what my my deployments uh, had in store. I also went to Iraq, but none of my stories are from Iraq because Iraq was boring. 
<laughs> Afghanistan right. is the wild, wild west. Okay. Iraq, Iraq is different. How long were you in Iraq for? A year. A year? Yeah. I was okay, in there so for you got a year and a half over in Afghanistan and then another year in Iraq. Correct. Okay. 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 I'm just so, but putting Iraq, your time together. Iraq was, I mean, Iraq wasn't boring. I shouldn't say Iraq was, but it was for me. I was mm-hmm. doing JIDIC interrogation at that time. I so had, you were mainly working in I the was early. I was point. early. I was a PFC. I just I joined PFC? private first class. Okay. I you. was <laughs> I was low low dude on the totem pole. Mm-hmm. I was nothing special. Mm-hmm. I wasn't doing anything hua and I wasn't doing anything fun. Um, but when I got to Afghanistan, that was later in my career. I had gotten picked up. I had that done some be things. My next question. And and when I was in, when I deployed to Afghanistan, I was at the perfect point in my career that I was getting to do all the fun shit, but I was in charge of nothing and I I got to see some cool stuff. Like hmm. I just got to see some really unbelievably cool shit that I'm unbelievably blessed to have. Give have us seen. an example of just, cool shit that you got I mean, to I think I just for me I maybe it's unbelievably cool shit just to me, but like drastic heroism. Heroism. Huh? Uh just seeing guys that because I was attached and assigned to who I was assigned to I got to be witness to guys who were just unbelievably talented in the gift of being a badass. A badass. <laughs> and yeah, for for lack of a better term, I got to be witness to guys who were just they were truly at the peak of their careers yeah. of being the most badass motherfuckers that the United States has to offer. So, so good luck. Essentially all of our like Chuck Norris plus yeah. the rock type. <laughs> yeah, fantasies, like all those you guys got to see like, this unfold in like, front of you. These guys had their job to do and I had my job to do, but we did know enough about each other that I was going out on missions with them and they helped keep me safe and I'd like to think that I help keep them safe as well, hmm. if that makes sense. That's when you I get roll to in. I roll in. Yeah, here comes, you know, Dweeby interrogator, interrogator <laughs> dude, you know, who's surrounded by Rambos. Yeah. You know, you know. I got, guy. I got nine Rambos and here's me. And I don't think that's true. No, it, it was. It, I mean, it, like, trust me, those guys are, they're a different breed. Like, mm. they're a different breed. Like, you go through some of the shit that, that some of these guys have gone through and they're mm. just a different breed. I'm, I have no problem admitting that. I've I'm, seen the movie Nails, I, Navy Seals. I say that I, you know, I, I, I'd like to think that I'm a pretty hua guy, but these guys are. For, hua, hua. for real, yeah, they're they're they're. I feel no like shit. I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> no, actually, that made more sense than you think it did. Uh, oh. Hua hua. <laughs> um, but anyway, so uh, we're out and we're in Pulialam Province, okay, and we're out on uh, patrol, a very simple patrol. I was actually with Rangers. I wasn't with because um, so part of my job is I was kind of roving between okay. a lot of teams. I did some missions with Navy SEALs, I did some missions with Green Berets, and I did a lot of missions with Rangers. And the Rangers have a really cool mission and you'll 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 meet some pretty badass guys um in the Rangers. But the the thing I, I, I my personal experience was a lot of the Rangers were young, you know, nineteen twenties. Mm-hmm. Um they were young in their career. Mm-hmm. It was stellar physical condition. Mm-hmm. Um absolutely stellar physical condition and but they weren't on the same level as as what the the green Berets and the seals were doing which you don't expect them to be they're right. younger in their career but that's what those guys will grow into okay. but, so we were doing a patrol 
Just a, a simple patrol through a village. And I can't remember the name of the village right now. I, I, it's, so it was something... We have had a lot of was, martinis. We have had a lot of martinis. <laughs> but we, it, was, it was like something common. But in Afghanistan, Calais is village, right? Okay. It, that's uh, Pashtun, I think. For Yeah, it's Pashtun for, for village. Okay. No, Western Afghanistan, mostly, they speak Persian Farsi, same as they speak in Iran. Hmm, okay. Um, and then in eastern Afghanistan, closer to the Pakistan border, they speak Pashtun. So Persian... Okay, so Pashtun is a language. Yeah, yeah, It yeah. does not mean village. No, Persian Farsi <laughs> is like... So I, I... Like, to my ears, Persian Farsi is like the Spanish of... Or like the French of the Middle East. It's very pretty to hear. It's very okay. soft. It's very... It's a very beautiful language. Okay. And then you have Pashtun, which is like, like Arabic. You know, it's right. like... You're like chewing on the words. It's very... It's very... Guttural. It's like German, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Back of so, the throat. And... Anyway, Pashtun. So, uh, the Pashtun word for village was Calais. Okay. And so, so most of the villages... the Calais, Yeah, well... We will. It, most of the... The way the naming functions go is... Such and such, Calais, right? The name Mohammed, yeah. Calais, okay. Mohammed's village, oh, okay. or whatever. So we're going down. Then so I'm. Like, we were in a. We were in a know, Humvee. I don't know what. So you're driving. No, I was not driving. Oh, you were walking. No, no, we're we're well. <laughs> I wasn't driving the vehicle. Right. I, we were driving. Okay. But I was not driving. That's what I'm mean. saying. Okay. Sorry, okay. Yeah, you're just like watching I was, the window. I was in the passenger seat, which is also called the tank commander TC okay. position. Um. So I was in the TC position, and the driver who was driving the vehicle, which is part of the reason why I can tell you the story, is my driver, who was a private first class, young ranger. Um, I think he had probably just graduated from ranger school. Okay. Very, very early in his but career. But rangers are still badasses. Sure, oh, for sure. No, yeah. no, okay. no, no doubt. Just checking. Yeah, yeah. That's always but been my he, impression. So anyway, we're, we're rolling through. The, the way into this village, it's one way in, one way out. There's one road. Which is kind of breaking the rules of like a patrol. You never go, you never want to backtrack. You never want to mm. go in or out on the same road. You okay. want to change your route. Mm. That way nobody can ambush you right. or plan an assault or whatever. Well, this particular village, you don't have a choice. You have, right. We have to patrol the village. It has to be patrolled. Okay. And there's only one way in and there's one way out. Mm. Don't fuck it up. Okay. Um, so we had gone into the village. I might need another drink. Um, no. <laughs> We had, we had gone into the village and uh, we had done our patrol and we were we had gotten RTB returned to base and now we're we're on our way back and when we got that on the way back call I remember so me and the driver this PFC we're talking we're bullshitting I don't know what we're talking about we're probably talking about girls but the anyway ladies, the I ladies guess. yeah chances are <laughs> but anyway. We're either talking about girls or we're talking about Call of Duty, which will actually bring us oh. up to the next story <laughs> that I have. Anyway, um, I remember talking to him and I'm looking at him, right? And I'm in the passenger seat and I'm looking at him. And then all of a sudden I see, I can see it in his eyes. Like there's like terror, oh, oh. fuck terror in his uh -huh. face. And I just remember turning around and looking out the, the window and that Humvee was up armor. Right, so it's... Well, yeah, I'm in, I've seen I'm Iron in a, Man. Yeah, I know I'm how it an, works. I'm, <laughs> I'm in an armored box. Right. You know, but I'm, so I'm looking out the window, and there's a Afghan individual uh, on his... Taking a knee, and he's got an RPG over <gasps> his shoulder, and he's aimed directly, I mean, at me. It's... 
Boom, right. here I am. Oh my god. So you're talking about one of those big motherfuckers. Like, think like of like a bazooka, but with the, one of the conical. Oh, yes, a yeah. rocket launcher. Thank it's you, a rocket. Kevin. Well, that's RPG, rocket propelled grenade. Oh, okay. There launcher. we go. That makes me want to kill myself. But okay. yeah, okay. Yeah. So, Holy cow. So it was, it was pretty So intense. he's there. Fucking, you're right rolling out. by, yep. chatting about ladies, and, yeah. most likely. Yep. And you fucking look over, and there's this motherfucker there with a rocket launcher. Yep. So Why how far away from you was he? 20 feet. Whoa! <laughs> oh, dear. Like right, oh off, right off the road. I mean, he's right there. So he's... Yeah, he's he's ready to go. He's lock, locked and strapped and ready so to rock. has he been sitting there for a while? Like no, no, he... he, he yeah, I'm sure he was... Yeah, he ran out. Yeah, he, he waited for he's us. He's like, oh, the patrol's like, here. But, like, yeah. I'm not going to lie. Like, I think everybody in, in our vehicle was... And there was three vehicles. So we had, I mean, a few of us in this patrol, but... But you were in the lead car. Yeah, I was in the, I was okay. in the lead car. And uh, so he... He was hiding, and when we went past, he there. I, here we go. Oh, All right, his lockout ready to rock. We're gonna grenade your yeah. Shit I'm gonna right grenade now. your shit. And okay. so, so at that point, I I remember the driver going, you know, saying, I think it was he said, oh shit. Uh-huh. Yeah. So oh, he saw it shit. first. Yeah, oh, yeah, he he's because we're talking. We're like just like you and me are talking oh, right okay. now. And all of a sudden, he's looking over here, and yeah. with this face of, yeah. you're gonna die. Like, yeah. hey, it was good talking to you about <laughs> girls in Call of Duty, but but you're fucking dead. We're, Sorry yeah, about we're about it. to send you home. Yeah. So like, oh, sucks to be you. Awful. So it was like, yeah. So anyway, so uh, um, so I remember the gunner, which because we had a, a turret gunner on the top of the Humvee. Uh-huh. Okay, so he's out the moonroof, yeah, yeah, if exactly. you will, yeah, yeah, like yeah. getting That's ready to shoot people yeah. should they need it. Yeah. Okay. So he spun and shot. RPG boy uh-huh. at the exact same time as RPG boy shot me. <gasps> oh so, my god. <laughs> <laughs> so the RPG comes flying toward me uh-huh. and this is like so quick that yeah, I'm, I'm being a little dramatic. I don't remember any of this. This is no one. I'm just. You're not like that. Hey, dude, look I at that. He might no. shoot me. No, yeah. no. This is so like, fast. <gasps> this yeah. happened so fast. It was just like Oh my god! Now after the fact, I've had some time to process. Yeah, you know what I mean. So all what I do remember is the the RPG it punched <laughs> into the so side it of the, hit you guys. Oh, absolutely! It hit the Humvee. Oh yeah, it hit our Humvee. Oh my god! So I, it hit our Humvee, and it didn't like. I don't want to say it like it picked. Well, like in like to my feeling, what it felt like to my body was like the whole Humvee got like picked up off the ground yeah. and scooted over like five feet and slammed down. I'm sure for the guy on the outside who was looking at the Humvee, it just moved over a couple inches. <laughs> but the, the way it felt, with the the way it felt and the noise, I just remember yeah. being loud. It was so loud. Um. Anyway, so but the the RPG had, and then I, I got knocked out. So I'm, huh. I'm oh I bet I don't remember. So you're out. This is this yeah I'm out. So this is just from here on out is until I got woken up is what I I've been told. Okay. Was that the RPG punched in? It went in between the top of the tire. Okay. And the um the bottom of the wheel well, uh-huh. and it punched into the engine block, and then when it punched into the engine block of the the engine uh-huh. that's where it exploded and the firewall of the up armor in the Humvee actually contained the explosion 
but then also the RPG that they used was a Russian RPG that ended up only like half of the explosives in the cone actually went off. So because only half the explosives went off and we had the up armored firewall, literally all it did, I just got basically concussed by the um, the shockwave that comes oh, with an explosion. Wow. My God. Yeah. Holy shit. Okay. So, did you were your ears ringing, ringing. in oh, the yeah. whole so you so, know like well, I'm just thinking of the other guys when Will Ferrell's like, "How do people walk away from explosions? <laughs> you can't. It's so loud." It and is it is super have loud. I have I, that actually totally makes You need to. I've okay. seen that movie and it is funny. It's got Mark Wahlberg in it. It Kaylin. does. Mark, Mar- Marky Mark, man. And Marky Mark. Marky and Mark. Bunch. And the Funky Bunch. Oh, I had that album. <laughs> <laughs> so you said your ears were ringing. Is it when you first woke up, or did you yeah. immediately no, got that's, like? No, that's what I was like. As soon as, as soon as, like all I remember, like okay. if, if I'm going off my actual yes. yeah, memories, yeah. all I remember is seeing like the. Like the like, burst of flame right. from that guy. Yeah, it was like like RPG. you see oh. Yeah. It was so quick. I mean, yeah. it, it He's was firing. Some yeah, like I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. it would like you just don't have time to to react. To yeah. react, there's yeah, no yeah, reaction yeah. time. There's no thought process behind it. There's just okay, and you're dead, or or whatever. Mm. And so that that's that's what it feel, feels like, I guess. So if but, you died, like <laughs> in that, if you had in that, fact died, you probably would have been I, like. Okay. Yeah, yeah, and cool. Like I would, it would have been second. instant. I yeah. think it would have been whatever instant. Whatever death holds yeah. for us on the other side. Right. Whatever, that. whatever comes next. That's what would have been. Right. So it was, it was that fast. I so I always didn't... imagine you thinking about it. No, you don't I have any time to think. Way about it. more. There's no. There's like, no. I think there's no slowdown. There's no slowdown. I'm sure. I don't think you got much time. No. Yeah, it didn't happen. No, to you. there's no life flash. There's yeah. no. There's nothing. It's just. Oh. And, and then you wake up. And then you wake up. And then I woke up to my ears ringing. And I remember, like, I remember it was kind of like like movie scene a little bit where you see, like, the guy who got blow, blown up. He wakes up and it's, there's the ringing. And yeah. then there's a guy talking to you. You can see his mouth moving. It's like, mom, 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 mom. Yeah, right. And then it comes back into focus. Are you okay? Are you okay? And I just remember. So was it your army guys or was it hospital guys? No, no, it was army guys. No, like, I was only probably knocked out for. Like thirty seconds. Oh, yeah. Okay. Like I was, okay. I was, I was still right where I had been left. What? Okay. Like, okay. All I remember was I was sitting in the seat, and then getting like dragged out of the seat, and like I remember the thud of like falling on the ground is like what woke me up. How interesting. It was like, oh, and then, oh, I'm here. Uh, yeah. Are you? Are you? Are you, are you okay? Yeah. And yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm okay. Yeah. I think. Huh. And then I, I, you could feel them. I could feel them like touching my body all over, just, just checking to see sure. if I was bleeding anywhere. Uh-huh. Okay. And I wasn't. And so I, I remember, you know, then I remember getting dragged to, uh, and like kind of like I'm kicking my legs getting dragged. Yeah. Uh, over to uh, another vehicle. And I was thrown in the vehicle and then we were gone. And, huh. And then I remember I, I went to Charlie Med. I went to the Charlie Med tent and... That was it. That was, and then from then, I just got more and more cognizant and was like, whoa, that fucking, that was crazy. Like, <laughs> yeah. did, did you, guys, did you see what the fuck just happened to me? <laughs> yeah. Like, that was, that was nuts. No, you know, so that was, 
So it was what happened happy in ending. the Hummer? Like, oh, it's gone. It was it's totally, yeah, yeah. Demolished. I'm, I'm, so was everyone alive? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, oh, okay. n- nobody died except what for the dude who shot What happened to the dude? Oh, because oh, he, he shot him at the same time, remember? Oh, yeah, yeah. No, oh, no, no, no. My, that's right, of my, course. My gunner took care of him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, but, okay. like, I, just a split and second. The, end of the story. I end mean, of story from the, one. Yeah, end of story Everyone one. Everyone was we, fine. After that, I was fine. I did, I got to spend, you know, like, a couple of days in the hospital making sure that I didn't have a concussion or a right. TBI or anything like that. I think I did end up having a concussion, but it was a Well, that makes sense. Were you married at the time? Yeah, I was. Oh, okay. Yeah. Were you thinking of your wife as oh, well? I oh, no. Uh, no, the only, the well, the only time. So, no, I wasn't thinking of her at all. Like, oh, I don't want to hear. Oh, oh, no, no, no. I, sorry, mean. I didn't hear. Yeah, maybe we should rerun that. Was I thinking about my wife during this time? I was thinking about God. I hope nobody called her. Oh, and the like reason, you're dead. Right. Yeah. The reason I I said that is because actually earlier in the in my deployment, I did get a call from my home unit because I was a, like I said I was assigned. I was on loan basically, mm-hmm. and my home unit. I got a call in Afghanistan on my desk phone, and when I answered, they were like, "Chote." I'm like, "Yeah," and they're like, "You're alive." <laughs> Yeah, sure am. Sure, sure am. And I'm like, like I hadn't even been in a dangerous situation, really. Like, so this had not happened yet. No, this had not happened yet. This is before this. And they're like, you're alive. And I'm like, yeah. Last time I checked, yeah. And they're like, we got a report that you were dead. <gasps> you were dead. And I was like, what? oh my god. No, I'm not fucking dead. And then I'm immediately I'm like, did somebody call my wife? Who and, called my wife? And yeah. they're like, nobody's called your wife. Make sure nobody calls my freaking wife. And then I immediately got off the phone. And I'm went, not dead. I'm not yeah, dead. Yeah, I'm I went dead. to where we could actually, because <laughs> yeah. you couldn't access, I couldn't call my wife from my desk phone, but I right. could call my wife from a different phone. Right. So I called my wife at that point. Um, so yeah. You're like, I promise. I was like, hey, <laughs> if somebody calls you and tells you you're dead, yeah. or tells you I'm dead, like, not, I'm, not, I'm not. I'm not. I'm good. Like, <laughs> like, make them prove that shit. I want pictures, yeah. you know? Like, oh, something. That's crazy. No, Afghanistan, like like I said, Afghanistan at the in two thousand eleven, uh, was it was a it was the wild wild west. It was right. cool. It was a really cool place to get to go, be a part of a war. I guess. I guess. Was yeah. it? I mean, um, for lack of a better way to say it. Yeah. That's I sound I'm I feel yeah, like I'm a, sound, I feel like I'm gonna yeah. listen to this and I sound like a freaking psycho. Like yeah, good place I to have. I love war. Yeah, and I'm not that guy, but at the same time, like I just. I don't know. Like it just Look is. Back at it. it just is. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I I miss it. Do you? Yeah, I miss it a lot. God, I'm I miss, so not a boy. I miss I, I miss the camaraderie of it. I miss the I miss the guys. I miss mm. being a part of that. It's you know just it's just it's a huge part of who I was. Now I'm a domesticated house husband. <laughs> and, you You're know. delightful. Don't yeah. even say anything. <laughs> so yeah, that's that's the first story. So next story. All right, Caitlin. This is about Danielle and Dan. So his name is Daniel. So we have Danielle and Daniel, but it's going to be Dan because it's Danielle and Daniel. Danielle and Dan. Yeah. Because they just wanted their relationship to be fucking complicated. (laughs) That much more special (laughs) is what you need to say. So this is in uh, January 8th, 2000, and we're in York. Pennsylvania. Okay. So they're in college and they're on their second date. So adorable. They went for a walk near the river by Danielle's house. Okay. And I feel um, like that's what I would do on a second date. Walk by the river. All very reasonable. Um. Then a truck pulled up with a man in it and a Rottweiler dog. Okay. Okay. 
And they asked, like, hey, do you need a ride? And, uh... Can I just say, like, <laughs> as a fucking girl, um... I don't know how many rides I got asked for. Like, mm-hmm. hey, do you need a ride? Hey, do you need a ride? No, I don't fucking need a ride. Mm-hmm. I'm going to watch my parents' daycare, which is like two blocks, and I'm 13, you motherfucker. That's creepy. Yeah. No, so, all the so time. So let me get this straight. So Danielle and Dan yeah. are walking down the road. Some yeah. dude well, by the creepy river. creepy Rottweiler. Yeah, down yeah. by the river. Yeah. There, this creepy dude. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right. This creepy dude shows up with his fucking giant Rottweiler. Yeah. And, hey, you need a ride? Yep. No, fuck you. I don't need a ride. You <laughs> yeah. need to go fuck yourself. That's, That's exactly what you need to do. Yeah. Um, hard pass. Yeah. Hard, hard ass. <laughs> so they said no. And so uh, he starts to leave. And then he stops, comes back, and pulls out a 9mm handgun and tells him to get into the truck. Oh. So you weren't really asking me if I needed a ride. (laughs) Yeah. Like, what you meant to say was, hey, I'm going to give you a ride. He had Danielle go into the cab, and then he made Dan go in the back with the dog. Of course. Okay, wait. Is this this a a van or a truck? It's a truck. It's a truck. truck. There's no van. I know. I'm stuck on a van. Chris Farley gave you a van, and you were like, van. He's like, open the door and like come inside into my van oh my god what a freaking like no way okay so So they're driving now and dan pulls out his cell phone to try to call for help but he has no service of course okay so he's in the back with the rottweiler and frantically trying to get service but at least the rottweiler is apparently friendly like well, maybe I, we I need to stop so. stereotyping the Rottweiler. You know Because as a breed, maybe they're just sweetheart dogs. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. As as a pit bull owner, I know. So in the cab, the man is telling Danielle that he was just kidnapping them for ransom, but Danielle um, didn't believe him because he drove right by her house and he didn't even react or respond. So like, he's like, "You don't know where I live." Exactly. Yeah. Mm. So he drove him 12 miles away to an isolated dirt road near the river. They both <laughs> pled to him, to him not to kill them, and they, they would do anything to let them him go. And then he looked at Danielle and said, you'll do anything. Aww. Oh, dear, yeah. Uh, he then gross. raped Danielle in the cab while Dan was in the back <gasps> with the dog. Um, oh, God. He then took them to the river, and he shot Dan in the neck point blank. And then shot Danielle in the face and leg. He continued to shoot at them until there's no bullets in the gun. <gasps> hold, hold, hold on. In the, the point of the story, I should totally be dead right now? Yeah, it's not. Not I like am. I'm totally dead right now? Yeah, no. No. Yeah. They dead. didn't die? No. Well, Me- listen! Okay. <laughs> what the fuck? The, the impact of the shots pushed Danielle into the river and Dan was dragged into the river by the guy because he thought he was dead. He was like, I'm going to just fucking throw him out. Yeah, exactly. So once their bodies hit the icy water, they came uh, They came completely conscious. Like, they woke up and Danielle Weird. was spitting out her teeth <gasps> and the bullet what? nearly severed her tongue completely. Oh. But So, like, when she got shot in the face, she got, she got shot, shot in the face. mouth. Yeah. I mm-hmm. mean, and her teeth are gone. Yeah. Both of them, though, gone. are now still living. Oh, yep. yep. In the cold river. In the cold. So they can see the guy still looking at them, so they play dead. <gasps> so oh then they just God. let the current take them as they That's see him just... That's fucking terrifying. Yeah. And they see him just standing there as they slowly keep floating down. And finally... He leaves, and they try to go towards the shore, which they found a duck hunter named Pete. 
Hi, Pete. Yeah. We just got completely fucked. Will yeah. you help us? Pretty much, yeah. So he we helped. We some trouble. <laughs> what the fuck? I actually can't talk right now because yeah. my tongue is Both of them almost... can't talk. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah, because I... he got the... in the yeah. shot in the no, throat. No, yeah. these people mm-hmm. have, like... What? Yeah, your story kind of. Yeah, like, oh my god, what the hell? So he pulls them out and takes them to the York County Hospital. Danielle has a lacerated tongue, and her jaw was severely damaged. They said the doctor said it looked like Rice Krispies because it was so <gasps> shattered in the jaw area. Oh my god! Uh, they had to put her in an induced coma to help her get stabilized. Yeah, because you start twitching and mm-hmm. doing all kinds of weird shit, and that yeah. is not good for your health. Dan had the bullet pass through his windpipe, and they were worried that the frag- the bone fragments, um, that it could nick an, ar- an artery in his neck, causing blood clots, and that could lead to a stroke. But luckily, it did not. Oh, my God. Are you fucking kidding? Yeah. So, police were able to find the crime scene the next day because they had to figure out because they floated down. Oh, so they didn't know where right. it was. But the place with a whole shit ton of blood. That's <laughs> yeah. where it was, son of bitches. Well, it's all in the river now. I don't give it. There's blood on the rocks. Yeah, yeah. actually, they're like, I mean, I'm, ass- I'm just assuming that their river looks like Oregon rivers do, but Probably. there's rocks and that's going to be covered with blood. But, dude, you shoot me in the face and we're going to have words. Like,. <laughs> Chat. Gonna We're going to chat later. <laughs> um, so since Danielle was in a coma, detectives questioned Dan. So he um, actually wrote down a dis- like descriptive statement instead of talking. This dickhead was bald. <laughs> he had... <laughs> no, yeah, he described the truck. See? No, well, he, Always bald, guys. No, it wasn't, it wasn't bald. He described the truck, the kind of shoes he was wearing, the dog's name, Sam. Sam. See, that's why he was friendly. There's no such thing as a grumpy dog named Sam. I know. Are you kidding me? So police, yeah, police were actually able to identify the man quickly thanks to his description. Mm. The man was William Bamner. So he was a York resident with prior arrest records. Of course he was. Yeah. Um, So William was staying at his girlfriend's house, who she had kids. So the police staked out the house until the girlfriend and the kids left, and then they stormed the house. And what they discovered was mm. the shoes that was described with blood marks on them. Weird. They also found the 9mm gun, and they found Sam in the house as well. <laughs> Poor little Poor Sam. Poor Sam. Adorable. Yeah. Oh, I just spilled juice. So, or, it's not juice, I guess. It's not <laughs> juice, but I'm going to finish it for you. That's so... Oh, so... He was arrested, but he refused to plead guilty, even though the evidence was clearly clearly stacked against him. him. Wait a second. Like, he basically got caught red-handed and... No, wasn't me. He pled not guilty. What is that song? Wasn't me. (laughs) Yes. Right on. Yes. Yes, You're you're, you're just a straight-up douchebag. (laughs) All right. I will agree with that. They had to go to trial, so both Dan and Danielle had to testify against him. So that Can you was. Imagine having to look at the guy who did that to you in the face, yeah, in the middle and of court, be like, and be like, "That guy right there did the this throat. to yeah. me." Like that's yeah. intense. That, that was only. Intense. That's an intense encounter. Yeah, that was only six months after the attack, so they went to trial oh, pretty quickly. For yeah. real, yeah. like, dude, you just did this to me. I'm still in recovery for yeah. what you did to me, and I gotta tell everybody exactly. This guy right here that doesn't look all fucked up like I look like. He yeah. did it to me. Yeah. Fucking these poor people. Yeah. 
During trial, William was found guilty of damn kidnapping. right he was. was he? Yeah, of kidnapping, rape, and attempted murder, and was sentenced to 117 years in prison. Forty. He was 40 when it happened, so well, probably wait, 60 isn't at this, least. Yeah, I was gonna say, isn't this 2000? Let's look back. It's 2000, yeah. Okay, so yeah, it's 20, almost 20 years from now. I there was no article yeah. saying that he had an appeal coming up. So he's he's in his so. 60s now. Yeah. This dirtbag. Yeah, he'll probably die in prison, hopefully. Good. He freaking should die in prison. Yeah. Agreed. It was a hard and long battle for Dan and Danielle to recover physically and mentally. Weird. Yeah. Just four months after um, the attack, Danielle told her story at a Take Back the Night rally that was against rape. Mm. So she stood up and talked about her story in front of the whole uh, college. Oh, and she said that it gave her her power back and her strength from him that he took initially. Dude, I couldn't imagine. Holy it's shit. It's very upsetting. That got deep. This fucking, this okay. got deep. Quick. So, in 2005. This is a crazy story. Poor Dan and Danielle. <laughs> in 2005, Danielle married Kevin, who she met in college. And Poor Dan. And yeah, then in 2007, out, yeah. Dan uh, married a woman named Elizabeth, who he met in college. So, it was for them, it was such so traumatic that they stayed so close but if they were ever in a relationship they would just see each other and remember that night and just mm. couldn't move forward. is that what they described that's what they said damn yeah i guess i could see that i could see that but fuck man yeah. like mean, at the same time like i don't know like you go through something like that with somebody yeah. there's only one other person on the planet who's gonna understand what the fuck you've been through i do think that there's an intimacy that cannot be as long as as long as elizabeth and dan dan's wife or no kevin and elizabeth yeah kevin as long as kevin and elizabeth are understanding of that dan and danielle are always going to have this thing they're probably always going to be friends i would assume are they're They're very close they're still very close there's no way you can go through something like that and not be close and not have that intimacy yeah yeah i mean it was just the second date but still they're still there but after that incident it was just someone else had to bring out something else in them Mm. pretty much like they brought them out of that tragedy so but they're still really close friends and they always will be holy shit um in 2008 uh danielle gave birth to their daughter on february 7th and then danielle became a clinical social worker and dan got his phd in psychology oh wow so, so way to both, persevere yeah Ooh, i say they're both looking to give back damn yeah. right like, damn yeah. right yeah all right you got another story for us sure yeah so painting the picture again yes uh same uh, province we were in, Pulia, Alam, Afghanistan. Okay, is so it the same year? How, yeah, yeah that's same year, wow. same deployment. This okay. is the same deployment. How, is there months in between? Is there weeks in between? No months, months in between. Um, this was, it was before the RPG thing. So, okay, okay. So uh, the RPG thing had uh, not happened September. Yet. But okay. this one was more like, in my, in my psyche, for lack of a better term, this okay. is just more of a funny story. Okay. And like the RPG story scared me. Like that was that like, was, I might that was too real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. This one like probably would have killed me more. Like, but it shook you differently. Shook me differently. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, that's that's a great way to describe it. It just shook me different. It was it's more funny. Like it's okay. just like wow, fucking life is crazy. Yeah. I, I should totally do that. I right should now. yeah. <laughs> I can't believe 
I can't believe I'm not blown into little smithereens right now because that's I can't believe that's that delightful. That's delightful. Yeah. But, I wish I had more drink right now. Yeah. I think you drink all of mine, Caitlin. You drink mine. You drink hers. Uh, I love you, Michelle. Um, you're a delight. So we're in the same same deployment. Yes. Okay. Same deployment. Pulley alum, Afghanistan. Yes. And I am on. Well, I'm in Camp Dalkey. Okay. Which is a, uh, it was our encampment that was attached to Fob Shank. So you have Ford Observ- Observation Base Shank. Okay. It's a, it's a bigger base. It, okay. had a, it had a small airstrip. It was, it was a, uh, it was a base. When we got so was it like pretty well known? Like everyone knows Fob Shank, where well, Fob Shank so is? So I, I don't know. I was in other places in Afghanistan and being a vet, you know, you talk to other vets and I've heard other stories, but. We always called Fob Shank Rocket Town just because where we were, Fob Shank is kind of in the bottom of a valley. Okay. And so you're just kind of always getting mortars attacked and rockets shot at you. And that doesn't sound pleasant. It's, <laughs> Pulley Alam is in a, it's in a hotbed of, of because uh, it's in, if I remember correctly, Logar province of, of Afghanistan, which is right next to Coast. Mm-hmm. And Coast is like a... Uh, uh, not coast like uh, like the ocean. Sea, ocean. Coast is is K H O S T. It's a different province in Afghanistan. Coast was really uh, a big time terrorist hotbed. Okay. Next door neighbors, you know, you're not gonna attack in coast, so you're gonna go over to Logar, and that's where you're gonna do all your rocket attacks and at the big base and at at Fob Shank. So how often were you guys like mortared? Weekly. Weekly. Oh, weekly? Weekly, yeah. Shit, that's... Now, so, most of them, I will say the vast majority of the time, they landed on the flight line or out in open desert okay, because those so, guys can't aim for shit. So, for the most part, it wasn't... It was, it was more of a nuisance than it was a fear. Okay. Which is actually why me and Lee, the my buddy uh-huh. who was in Afghanistan with me, why we just... When the mortars started coming in... So, paint the picture again. Um, we were in our tent. Okay, and we what we had it was a big GI tent, like the big. Um, they have a numerical name for it, and I can't remember what it is. But the big, it's like you know when you go to a party event and they have the big uh, right. white tents set up, like yeah. my wedding. So yeah. this yeah. was a yeah, the big green army tent, right? Okay. And what had happened is the CBs, which was actually mentioned in your dad's uh, episode, uh, hmm. the CBs, the construction battalion of the Navy. They came in, and they set us up because we asked them to because the CBs are super like, hey, yeah, we're, you know, bored and we're here. We to, can build anything yeah, you yeah, want. Yeah, they can build anything that you want. And they actually, so there's they have two different roles in my story, but they, building our barracks, they actually took plywood and two by fours and built us like little separated bedrooms oh. in our tent. So we had okay. like these floating plywood walls that separated everybody's bunk so you, had a, little so bit you of had a little yeah so you had a little you you were able to be a dude okay you know? is that mean jacking off yeah like all the time. <laughs> anyway um so me and lee uh are sitting in we had in our tent uh the rooms were set up like bedrooms okay. and the back room was kind of like a lounge okay and we had a little couch in there and we had an xbox okay with a tv where you played Call of Duty. Yeah, where we played Call of Duty. <laughs> which is the second times the CBs come in. I'm pretty sure it was the CBs that did it for us. It was already done by the time I got to Afghanistan, but I'm pretty okay. sure it was the CBs that did it for us. 
was they networked our entire camp, mm-hmm. Camp Dalkey, which is only the special forces and rangers guys that, that were on that camp. And uh, anyway, they networked it so that we could play Call of Duty. like Because every tent had their own Xbox, right? So we could play a big Call of Duty game between all the tents. Oh, and shit. And so we'd have, like, That's cool. Navy SEALs against the Green Berets or against the Rangers. Yeah. But, yeah, yes. Like... So, you know, there's... <laughs> true bro. There, yeah, true bro. True bro. There's definitely, you know, there was definitely, obviously, some inter-branch rivalry. Oh, yeah, there. sure. So me and Lee are sitting there, and we're playing Call of Duty. And uh, a mortar comes in. So mortars in Afghanistan, well, at least where we were, and I think it's pretty pretty common is they always come in threes. I don't know why. Interesting. That's just, maybe that's just their, their modus operandi. Is mm-hmm. that's, that's what they're going to do. Is they're going to three at a time. Right. Boom, boom, boom. Right. And, but they don't, they're not that fast. You know, because you got to remember they're... From a plane. Splash. And then that's when the... Yeah, are the, they from a plane? No, no, no. A no. Mortar, no, a mortar is like... So you, you have a big tube, right? Maybe about... So I'm half. essentially sitting on the side of the road with a can. Correct. Oh, and okay. then what you're doing is you're you're taking this rocket, yeah, you're about that long, and you're dropping it down the tube. And when it hits the end of the tube, there's a little spike at the end of the tube that hits the primer so probably on the rocket. Exactly. Something. So it goes down on the striker and it goes poof, oh. up, and then it goes, and then when it comes down, it's like. Okay. That's how I, I mean. That's that's probably. I don't know how that's going to sound on the on the mic. Well, I'm curious. Yeah. But that's how it sounds in your ears. It's okay. like a a whistling hiss. It's okay. super fast. People like you know the cartoon Wiley Coyote. Yeah. 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 It's not like that. It's okay. not like that. It's like it's like this high pitched fast, fast fast sound, and then okay. there's a boom. This deafening. Explosion. So shit's blowing up all around. Right, it's right. Hit. Okay. So anyway, so you know, we we're sitting there playing video games, and we hear the whistle and the and the 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 splash of the mortar coming in. And I looked at Lee, and we're playing. You know, so the other thing was because, like I said, most of the time when the mortars come in, they were nothing. You know, it was. Uh-huh. If I ran to a mortar, or if I ran to a bunker, every time a freaking mortar came in i would spend my life in the bunker and that was really a lot of the guys mentality like, like oh, if i okay, hear yeah. motors i'm not or if i hear mortars i'm not getting in a bunker that's right dumb. like it's just i'm gonna continue what, playing call i'm of duty gonna keep playing call of duty. exactly okay. that's pretty much it so but when this first one came in it was close i was like okay like that was that was close. Yeah. Is it was, like when you count to one when there's like, thunder? No, <laughs> you can just tell by you can just tell by the the volume, like oh, and the the fact that you can hear the that that whistle sound is clear. Uh-huh. Uh, you you can tell. Yeah. There's just a way. There's a t- way you know. Woo! That was that was make the hair on the back of your neck stand up close, uh, okay. right? So I, I talked to uh, so I'm, I'm sitting there playing with Lee, and I go, Hey Lee, you hear that? He goes, Yeah. You gonna get a bunker? Nah, fuck that. I'm not gonna get a bunker. That's yeah, for you're right. That's for pussies. <laughs> right. So back to playing Call of Duty. So now here comes mortar number two. It's closer. And whoo! Hey, like it rattled the tent the uh-huh. whole way. It was close. Did you lose the internet at all? No, no, no. We weren't on the internet. We were just playing just Game. me against oh, me. Okay, we were just playing okay. against each other. So, but so now I go. Are you sure? Like that sounded, that seemed closer. Like you're not gonna get a bunker. Yeah. And it's like, nah, fuck that. No, no, no. I'm like, all right, well, cool, cool, cool. 
But I'm going to go see what everyone else is doing. Because that was close enough. That, yeah. Like, I'm a little concerned. I'm, I'm thinking point. maybe we should get into a bunker. Yeah. Like, maybe. <laughs> you know, so we go. When I Thank God. When I walked down to the end of the tent where the door was to get out of the tent, Lee followed me. And so I stick my head out of the tent and I'm like looking around and I can see the bunker at the end of the road where our tent is stationed and everybody's in the bunker. And there's a guy sticking his head out and he's like motioning to us with his hand, right. you know, giving us the get the fuck over here yeah. sign. Oh like, this like, why are you Dave, playing Xbox right, right now? <laughs> yeah. Why are you, why are you not doing what you're supposed to be doing? You dumb fuck. And yeah. like me and Lee were like, Oh no, this is for real. I'm like, okay. This feels so me and, Yeah. So yeah, this all of a sudden seems more dangerous situation. So me and Lee start, we just come dumping out of the tent. Now that we've seen everybody yeah. else isn't like, you know, like they're in the bunker. I'm running for my So we're, yeah, we're running right. for the bunker. And so we got about probably, well, a little bit more halfway. Because I didn't, we didn't get hurt. We got like, I felt like, anyway, we'll get to that. Anyway, so the next mortar comes in, it hits our tent. <gasps> so if Whoa. you guys had continued yeah. to play Xbox. We would have, I would not be, I would totally dead. be dead yep. right now. Whoa. Yeah. So, so Lee's Xbox got destroyed. Um, I remember my what my big thing was. I lost my coffee maker, which oh. like you don't don't. I get it. I know immediately yeah, already. You don't even don't need try to, to make me survive anymore. without coffee. But hey, <gasps> shout out, shout out to Portland Roasters. They hooked me up. Was, they they made sure or Stumptown Roasters. Oh, they, okay. Yeah, they 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 hooked me up. They made sure I had my coffee back. All right. So oh. uh, anyway, but yeah, no. So we like we got like three quarters of the way to the bunker, and I just remember it almost felt like if you're running right, uh-huh. and somebody took their hand and put it, their hand on right in between your shoulder blades yeah. and just shoved mm-hmm. as hard as they could. That's what it felt like. And I did end up like I hit the ground, but I rolled, you know, wow. and yeah. so it wasn't like like a, it was just like a a shock wave of mm. pressure. Okay. Anyway, but yeah, but no, if if I had if we and me and Lee had just been like, ah, fuck it, no, we're not fuck going to the bunker. Fuck these zombies, we're yeah. gonna keep on playing. Right, yeah, so we're gonna keep playing our Call of Duty. Yeah, yeah that would totally be dead. I'd, wow. I'd be totally dead right now. There's no oh way to survive that. Thank goodness all my, you decided to all like my take uniforms a look. were were ruined. I had to get like a full new issue. Like yeah, I had to get issued all my military equipment back. Holy cow! I had to get like, was that whole tent I, gone? Everything, the whole tent was gone, and like the tents next to it, like it was it was a big deal. Like it was oh it was a big deal. Yeah, but it was that was like so I had the, to get the, a full new issue the whole time. The first two didn't hit. No, uh, I think the second one hit a truck. Oh, okay. I, I want to say that there was, and not that they were aiming right, for that truck. Right, it just, right. just happened to guys. hit a truck. Okay. Right. They were just aiming okay. Yeah, it, I think area. it hit one of the Toyota Hiluxes right. that we had there, and those are sweet trucks. Oh, I was like, that sounds fancy. Dude, they were fa- they were cool trucks. They're like, like they're like Toyota Tacomas, but they're diesel. I would say like on crack. No, they're like Toyota Tacomas, but ran with a diesel engine, and they got like this super really good uh, uh, reinforced suspension on them. They were great little pickups. I wish we could have them here in the United States, but we can't. They're actually illegal. Oh. I don't know why. Oh. Interesting. Yeah, you can't you can't have them in the United States, but man, we rocked Says you. We rocked, I'm fucking on a right? mission. No, we rocked the fuck out of them. If you figure out how to get them here, I want one, because I'd right. love to have them. They're <laughs> awesome trucks. I'm figuring that out. Who the well, fuck crazy. am I? So you didn't get any injuries, just the tumble? No, yeah, no, no. I actually, I, I like, it's interesting. Like, I have... The experiences I have, I don't have a purple heart. I have oh, no. Oh really? No, I have no. Well, because you weren't. 
I was well, never injured. injured. I was yeah. never injured. I never had a Which TBI. Which you should have been. <laughs> what about people around you? Like, oh yeah, do I do like I know people? Injured? Oh for sure. Oh yeah. From yeah, yeah. these two stories. Not from those two stories. No, oh, no those that's... actually both those that happened to me. The guy who would have gotten injured was me. <laughs> and, and or or Lee fine, yeah. or Lee and Lee was <laughs> yeah. fine too. But yeah, no, 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 uh, no, no big injury stories from from those stories. Wow. Do you what think I, about it often? Not usually. No. I don't actually. I don't usually think about it at all. Except mm. for when I'm maybe doing something like this, or when you're I, like some bitch is asking, yeah, you like man. right, no, yeah. well, like not some bitch, but yeah, but like unless somebody's like asking me about my time again, which I don't mind, yeah, but I, I maybe it's a gift, maybe like maybe, maybe it's just something I am car, able to do because I know my grandpa compartmentalization. Thank you. <laughs> my uh, my grandpa is a Vietnam vet. Mm-hmm. He was Marine Corps Infantry in Vietnam. He did three tours. And he's the same way as me. You can right. ask him about his Vietnam tours. He'll tell you the stories. He has no problem with it. He has no problem telling you stories. I have no problem telling stories. Yeah. And then, like, maybe after, like, I'll be a little bit, like, emotionally exhausted. Like, right now, I'm feeling a little bit like I need to play guitar right now. Yeah. That's, that's Michelle. Well, no. we will play guitar yeah. later. But, like, that's my thing. That's, right. That helps me. We like, kinda I can just and decompress just and go. get my stress out, and I can play my guitar, and I'm good. And I'm feeling like I need that. But I don't have a problem talking, talking about, about it. it. Mm. Like, it doesn't bother me. Some guys do. I don't. Interesting. Well, dang. Yeah, but, I mean, that's fucking crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that you, so, sh- you really but, should be dead with these yeah, two bombings, yeah, these pretty two, much. Yeah, like RPGs and mortars. But I had, so, yeah, I had those, very little, like, very little like, direct fire where, like, right. they're shooting rifles at you. Right. I had a couple stories like that, but nothing, like, major. Like nothing major. One. So, did you ever get hit with a bullet? Like, like, did I get shot? Yeah. No, no. Oh, I never. Well, I if I, if I had, listen, if I had ever been shot, <laughs> that's the story talking. I'd be talking about. <laughs> well, you never know. It's like, no, I've never. No, off my, no, no, like, no, no. Like, I would. That's the story fine. we'd be telling. No, no, no. I like. I got shot at, but like, not really. Yeah. Like, like, even like, I don't think a bullet probably ever got closer than two feet mm. from me okay well that's two feet closer than a bullet's ever been to me Just okay so- okay thank you so much paul for being <laughs> on this podcast we really do appreciate it. your stories were great good holy cow we're not clear why i'm not fired from this podcast. <laughs> yeah. we're not we do appreciate your time thank you for the drink suggestion yeah dirty those martinis really, uh, those, those are michelle michelle, michelle they are thoroughly enjoyed the yeah. dirty like martinis yeah it's we can like, tell I'm so proud of you right now. Yeah. I was like, yeah, fucks. I am so. Shit's going to get crazy. That's what I was trying to say. I am so proud of you right now. Oh, Jesus. So (laughs) if you would like to follow us, we're on Instagram and Facebook at I Should Totally Be Dead Right Now. There you go. And if you have your own survival story, please email it to us at I Should Totally Be Dead Right Now at gmail.com and we'll read it on the podcast. Kaylin will, not Michelle. We'll see. Uh, but, oh, Paul, I'll, I'll, read, I'll read the stories. You're coming back. Um, so thank you so much again, Paul, and we will see you guys next time. Thank you. Bye. 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 I love martinis. <laughs>